And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Good stuff from Gary Barnett. Can find the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Subscribe to us, Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Also watch the show, the Hale Varsity Twitter feed at H Varsity Radio. Will Howard off to Kansas State from Kansas State. To Ohio State. Oh, you had me confused for a second. I screwed that up. I was like, wow, off to Kansas State. That's a shocker. (laughs) Yeah, well, right. He's back. No, uh, Pete Thamel reporting with ESPN 24-7 Sports uh, following that up. So, Will Howard's not going to the NFL, but he is going to Ohio State. Ryan Day got his quarterback. So, uh, they... uh, They'll um, they'll live to fight another day. Doesn't strike me as a major upgrade on McCord, though. Uh, I think Howard's. I think it's an upgrade. I'm not sure it was the upgrade Ohio State was. I, I don't know what Howard's going to have uh, around him. Presumably, it's going to be awesome, but there's a lot being lost by the Buckeyes. We'll say hi to Daddy Burke, pride of Chicago. And Burke's best bets with this. Daddy, it is going to be a, a fun weekend with NFL, uh, it's been a good year for you with NFL and your college football picks. And I want to get your take here on some Sunday action and, of course, the college football playoff game. I, I went to the sports book and I went one and one. Washington hooked me up. Uh, Bama made me sad. Oh. Smitty, I know. I'm right there with my man. We were having a great bowl season until Alabama cut us short. And, look, (laughs) it's not like you had the feeling that Alabama was the right side in that game. But simultaneously, I mean, Michigan had done so many things wrong that Alabama deserved to win. I mean, then they just did it right back. And, you know, they they were not really trusting Milrow to throw the ball. And I don't completely disagree, but at some point you had to switch it up, and it's just, and in that fourth quarter, uh, the game play, the game calling was just atrocious, and the final play of the game was terrible, and I realized that it was broken up a little bit. But, look, I still think they should have done something where they rolled him out to the side. But uh, regardless, yes, it's a, it's a little bit of a bummer, but uh, two great games. How about it, right? And I think he can finally put the narrative to bed for most people that uh, it's a good thing Florida State was not in the college football playoff. Mm. Danny, what would, what uh, goes into your analysis with, with Monday? Let's go there. Yeah, so looking at this game, I mean, as you guys have very well known, I'm sure, you know, I've been a big Michael Penix guy because I took him to win Heisman about a couple months ago uh, before he became the short shot. And then about a week or two after I took him to become the Heisman or to win the Heisman, rather, that's when he started relatively keyword relatively struggling he wasn't putting up heisman-esque numbers but they were still winning and winning and it's really frustrating to see it now that everybody's going oh yeah maybe this guy should have been heisman after the bowl game like you think i mean look i get that jane daniels numbers were outstanding i'm not gonna you know be the old man shouting at the cloud but i'm just a little bitter because of that but to me watching what Penix did against texas wasn't anything new this guy's incredibly precise he has one of the prettiest balls and he's always going to give Washington a chance to hang in any type of ball game. And, look, with this number at four and a half, I would lean toward the side of Washington here. I haven't bet anything yet. I'm going to wait to see where this momentum keeps going. Um, I do think Michigan ends up getting the job done. I mean, let's be honest. They're a lot more dominated in the trenches, and their defense is a lot better than Washington. So 
again, the fact that you're getting four and a half because of what Penix presents, it does bring some attraction toward taking it. But, again, I'm going to wait to see if I get a better number. But, guys, the, the angle that I think may be even better would be betting this total over. And the best number I see right now, it seems, is about 56. But kind of like I was just saying, I mean, look, Penix is good enough to get the job done regardless of what defense you're going up against. I mean, Michigan's going to have some great stands defensively. I don't deny that. But Washington is still going to get theirs at some point. And then for Michigan, J.J. McCarthy in this offense hasn't looked as lethal as we've projected, but they have a great matchup against this Washington defense that is always seemingly allowing their opponents in the game, allowing inferior offenses to keep up and move the ball downfield. And obviously a great example of that was the end of their last game against Texas. But that's what I think I'm going to end up doing instead is betting something with this total. And, again, going to wait a little bit longer to see what kind of action we get on the weekend. But I think I'm liking the over in this game, fellas. It's, it's interesting. I kind of like the under. So I, I guess we'll see. Maybe you and I will have to do a little stake in a beer bet on the national championship. Good luck collecting, Danny. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I've been. I haven't. Pay, you haven't wanted me to pay that. You haven't. You haven't tried to collect. I'm me. joking. You're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not a welcher. You've okay. offered. Right. You're, you're good. I'm just giving you a little help. Danny, let's uh, let's move to the weekend slate of NFL. And I know you have a new podcast breaking down the weekend slate of NFL action. But my general take to Schmitty off the air before we started this show was. Man, I don't really care about Week 18 in the NFL. There's not that many great storylines. Texans, Colts, Texans, come on. Colts is all right. But Bills, Dolphins. Dave, just take us through the weekend slate. Which games are actually appealing to you? And then, uh, what, would you have any best bets for the weekend? Yeah, so Week 18, though, is a little bit of a tricky one. And we all know why, right? Some teams are eliminated. You don't have incentives. Some guys are sitting out because their season's over or because they want to get rested for the playoffs. And, so usually what I get into this week, it's a lot more quality over quantity. I'm picking even less than I normally do, but it was kind of the opposite for me this week. And it's not to say that I'm just blindly picking them and I don't think they're quality picks. I think they are. It's just a lot of situations match up well in my mind. And look, Schmidt, you, you alluded to Houston and Indianapolis, and this is probably the one, I guess, where both teams is the important game that I do have a play on. And I'm going with the Houston Texans here. And I was a big naysayer on this Texans team heading into the year. But then when I started looking closer and C.J. Stroud started playing like an absolute stud and I got invested on D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, I was always keeping a closer eye on this team. And when you look at this matchup against the Colts, who has the advantages is what you got to ask yourself. And in terms of the quarterback, it's clearly got to be C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Yes, Gardner Minshew has been impressive. He's done what he's needed to. But in an important game with the pressure, I mean, you could make the case that, hey, it's a rookie with Stroud, but if we're going with just talent, you got to give it to Stroud in that regard. Defensive advantage also goes to Houston. Since week 13, the Texans are first in rush success rate defensively, second in DVOA run defense the entire year. And, yeah, Minshew, they're going to have him throw the ball, but with Taylor being healthy, a large part of their offense is probably going to want to be to align that rushing attack. So if the Texans can limit that, force some pressure onto Gardner Minshew, I think that gives them an advantage. So you give me the quarterback, you give me the defense, the coaches are at about a push right here. The fact that it's at a pick them, I'll take my chances here with the Houston Texans. So I snagged them on the money line at about minus 118. And that's the, uh, again, the important game that I made a play with, uh, a not-so-important game also on Saturday. Steelers and Ravens. Now, we know that Baltimore is everything wrapped up, right? There's nothing really to play for. But 
I actually think this line is a little bit too high in favor of the Steelers. So there are some fours out there. I gave out three and a half. I still feel confident in three and a half. And the reason I'm taking Baltimore is despite starting, or pardon me, sitting some of their starters, you have a guy in Tyler Huntley coming in who's there for a reason. He can run the exact same offense. He's a similar type of quarterback as Lamar Jackson. He's going to be implemented and do this last season. He played against Pittsburgh twice. One game they won 16-14. The other they lost 16-13. So both close games. And if we know anything with Harbaugh, it's they don't take these type of situations lightly, i.e. preseason. They're always a team that tries hard in the preseason. And another example is when they win overseas when they played against Jacksonville. They had Danny, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to interrupt. Hold that thought. Other side will finish up here with Burke's Best Bets. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Final thoughts here as we wind down a Thursday. It's Hale Varsity powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Daddy Burke with us, a gambling insider. Burke's best bets at Daddy Burke 5. Reminder to buckle up, use your seatbelt. It saves lives, it prevents injuries. Only if properly worn, make it click. A message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office, the Pride of Chicago. Daddy Burke with us. Daddy, I uh, stepped on your toes. We had a hard out. Forgive me. You were talking Baltimore. About three minutes here. I need to know about my Dolphins. Uh, I've been a Dolphins fan since Marino and Clayton and Duper and uh, Snowflake the Dolphin. Uh, I don't feel good. Buffalo always finds a way to make me cry. Danny Walsh, let you finish (laughs) your point on Steelers-Ravens if you have any more to say. Yeah, so really quick, just to sum that up, guys. So taking the Baltimore Ravens plus three and a half despite them sitting to their starters, I think they want to try to avoid their division rival getting into the postseason and, and really go into the postseason on a high note, you don't want a couple of weeks off after a loss and your guys being really rusty. Yes, they're sitting a handful of them. But what I was going to say about the international game, just to kind of give you an idea, is they made sure to get there a week early, unlike what happened a couple of years ago when they went like the Friday before, and Harbaugh made note of that and wanted to adjust, and he did, and they won. Same thing with these playoffs. When they lost after having the bye, they didn't really care about that last game, and then they lost to the Titans. So I think they are still going to take this seriously with the guys they have playing. So uh, for that and many other reasons, I like taking the Ravens over the key number of three. Uh, as I mentioned, taking the Texans over the Colts. Uh, we'll get to a couple more in a second. Mention Miami and Buffalo. This game, I was telling some other people earlier, guys, it's kind of just cracking me up because I'm in a position where I think Buffalo could represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. But at the same time, like it's not going to shock me if they lose this game and miss the playoffs. They're just such a conundrum in my handicapping right now because that's who Buffalo is. They're so Jekyll and Hyde, you don't know which team you're going to get. And you do see some support from the sharper money on Miami despite their injuries coming down from the key number three. Now some spots have it at two and a half. I'm not touching it, guys. I'll probably look at some props, maybe with the quarterbacks, pass attempts, pass completions, or consider this total to the under since it's going to be that playoff type of atmosphere. But that's going to be an absolutely great game. Uh, as a Bears fan, you guys know I'm looking forward to Chicago and Green Bay. Got to take the points with my Bears. This is their Super Bowl. Keep the Packers out of the playoffs. And then Las Vegas and Denver. Sorry, Elijah. Got to fade your Broncos here. Uh, the boys are playing for Antonio Pierce to keep his job. I laid two and a half with Las Vegas as well. You're sleeping on Jarrett Stidham. That's Keep a... sleeping. Where does where does Russell end up? Could, could could you see him landing in Pittsburgh? 
for Tomlin? Um, <laughs> man, I mean, I guess I could. It's just like, who actually wants to take that on right now unless they really think they can make something happen? I, I, your guess is as good as mine, but it's got to be some team like that where you already have plenty of weapons and a fairly sturdy defense. Where, whereas Denver, yeah, you got some, but clearly not enough. So uh, whoever gets them, uh, good luck to you at, uh, at that point. Danny, 20 seconds. Tell folks about your podcast, your website. How can folks get locked in with you? Yeah, so the website, birchbeat.com, still going to be writing articles, but finally, uh, you know, mustered up the motivation to get the podcast going. So it's just called Birchbeat, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Also, the link on Twitter at DannyBirch5. Appreciate you guys as always. Well, love you too, Danny. Be good. Have a great weekend. And I will be texting you again for uh, gaming advice <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I will, Absolutely. Let's hope the results are better than what the Crimson Tide did. Uh, Danny, will, Danny will get his 15% from me. I love it. Danny, you take care. <laughs> you bet, guys. Have a good one. All right. Back at you tomorrow at 4 with Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager. A Huda Media Production.